Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. Stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, and with me as always... Hi, I'm Kenny Wadorski. And we just watched... Actually, I just listened to <laughs> Sarah watch Harlequinade. <laughs> <laughs> she's been joining me for these last two. I think she's, she's really enjoying it. She's never watched these uh, Batman cartoons when she was younger, so this is all completely new to her. So it's, always, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's always interesting seeing how things uh, how things appear to somebody who didn't grow up with it. That's an important scientific perspective to have. It's weird to me that <laughs> there are people who didn't, but uh, she's five years younger than me, so I guess this was out and she was just too young for it. She was into other shows at the time. You know, like five-year difference at this time when you're a kid. It's, it's yeah. the difference between a Batman cartoon and, uh, you know, a much younger demographic cartoon, so... Makes sense. Yeah, I'm trying to think what would have been out then that that she might have been more into. I don't know, Pokemon. Did kids like Pokemon uh, back then? I don't remember. <laughs> if she, I don't think she was ever into Pokemon. But yeah, <laughs> it's fun to explore all this uh, with somebody who doesn't watch. And same thing with some of my coworkers at uh, the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're young kids, dude. They're they're kids, and I tell them what I do for a show. And we have a, a gentleman. His name is Christian. If you're listening, hey, buddy. Uh, he's, you know, kind of enjoying catching up. He's much younger than me, but he's watching the nineties cartoon. It's cool. It's a whole new demographic, a whole new generation watching this cartoon. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good. It holds up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see how well today's episode held up. We watched Harlequinade. Yes. So I was right. Yeah. You she were, yes. Your, <laughs> yeah. Your memory was right. I was getting it mixed up with Harley's holiday, but you, you were right. So we open up, we've got a, a man with sunglasses on auctioning it off. They, they're never quite explicit about whether this is a nuclear weapon, but let's get real. A nuclear bomb to a bunch of criminals. It's got an A written on it, but it doesn't look like an A bomb. It looks like just a really big bomb, but yeah, yeah. we'll say nuke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And Joker shows up and and hijacks the whole underground auction. He he's got like an old fashioned cartoon like Looney Tunes looking bomb like with the hissing fuse like shaped like a bowling ball under his hat. Everybody runs out <laughs> except for the sunglasses man. Uh, the Joker's hat bomb blows up, but it's all confetti and a Jack in the Box head that squirts. Uh, <laughs> squirts Joker venom laughing gas at Sunglasses Man, who I'm assuming dies. We don't see him again. <laughs> yeah, he does the, the the hysterical laughing where you see the veins in the neck and the face and his eyes yep. are all bug-eyed. And yeah, uh, <laughs> Joker steals the bomb. Yep, and he he holds Gotham hostage. He phones up uh, phones up Commissioner Gordon and we cut to we cut to Gordon talking on the phone with Mayor Hill, except it's it's weird. We see Mayor Hill's face uh, talking into the phone, and we see a hand holding the phone. And Mayor Hill usually uh, gr- dresses in gray, but that arm has a purple sleeve. Weird. I don't know. Probably not important. Um, <laughs> Mayor Hill's probably just you know switching up his wardrobe, getting a. He wants to prove that he's not a replicant. He can have fun with his wardrobe too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the commissioner wants to evacuate all of Gotham, but the mayor says, "No, we don't even know if the bomb is, is still in Gotham. We'll just we'll play it by ear." Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we'll just you know hope for the best and don't prepare for the worst. That's my motto. I'm Mayor Hill. <laughs> yes. And so uh, Batman 
needs some help finding the Joker. Who else could possibly know anything about where the Joker's whereabouts are but the Joker's girlfriend, Miss Harley Quinn? Yes, indeed. So Batman goes to look her up. She's in Arkham Asylum, and he he recruits her with the promise of early release. He's he's cleared it with the DA, and he's cleared it with Doctor Bartholomew. And you know, Doctor Bartholomew is <laughs> pretty tough on tough on his inmates. If he says it's okay, then who boy? Special favor, right? <laughs> Fucking Doctor Bartholomew. <laughs> I'm replaying Arkham Asylum uh, on PlayStation Four. They remastered it. Mm-hmm. And uh, anytime I'm around, anytime they mention Bartholomew, I laugh. <laughs> most worthless doctor ever. <laughs> oh, Doctor Bart. <laughs> so uh, Harley agrees. They they go off into the Batmobile. She's still in her in her prison fatigues, and and Batman handcuffs her to the uh, handcuffs her in the Batmobile, and she is just full of full of fun background stuff. Uh, through this whole episode, Batman's talking to Robin, you know, moving the plot forward, and she is picking the lock to her handcuffs like it's not even a thing in the background yeah. while they're having this conversation. Sarah it's, brought up is like, don't they normally check at the asylum to see if they have, you know, hairpins so they can? <laughs> not on Doctor Bartholomew's yeah. watch. That's that's a therapy hairpin. That's. <laughs> I mean, obviously, uh, right. Scar- Scarface, uh, the ventriloquist, gets to work yeah. in the wood shop. Harley Quinn gets hairpins. Fuck it, yeah. Why did you just give her an exacto knife too? Why not? Yeah. It's part of your rehabilitation. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure all Killer Croc does is just lift big rocks in the yard. Yeah, exactly. He likes big rocks. He give him big them. rocks. It'll yeah. make him more sane. Yeah, sure. it's fine. <laughs> And Harley pulls a a straight up Dexter's Laboratory. Ooh, what does this button do? Yeah, it's great. Uh, the yep. Batmobile has a parachute come out and it skids all over the place. Batman gets very annoyed and says, "Don't touch anything." Yep, not gets right in her all. face and yells at her. Yeah, and, she gets and, scared. Yeah, she gets scared. <laughs> backs down. Says, "Yes, sir." And I'm. This whole episode, your freaking wife, man. <laughs> I wish we'd gotten it on tape because I wish we'd gotten it recorded. Because as you rejoin the call, the first thing I hear is her voice going, well, you know, obviously this uh, makes some important points uh, about uh, the psychology of abused females. And uh, so now I'm not going to be able to do my usual spiel with a straight face, but <laughs> which is probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but... Batman is taking the role of the the aggressive, angry male in uh, in Harley Quinn's life, and she defers to him in the same way that she has always deferred to the Joker. This is a a pattern in her behavior. This is how she's learned to exist in the world. And it's brought up several times that she used to be a, a criminal psychologist. So mm-hmm. uh, it's everyone kind of just you know, rolls their eyes when they find out what she used to be and what she is now. <laughs> yep. Uh, but they go to what was their kind of love nest, their ha ha hacienda, <laughs> which made me laugh. Uh, and that's where they kind of start things off. He, the Joker, I'm sorry. The Joker has several cameras throughout Gotham city mm-hmm. in commissioner Gorn's office at city hall at all over the place. And that's where they're going to start their investigation. 
Yep, Harley excuses herself to go slip into something more comfortable. Again, this is the pattern. When faced with an aggressive male figure, she first becomes submissive and subservient. She then sexualizes herself and gets flirtatious. Uh, uh, through, a, through a thin veneer of, ah, this reminds me of Mr. J, but you'll notice she's becoming more, <laughs> more feminine and sexualized towards Batman as a way of deflecting his anger towards her. And uh, the babies, which are two, uh, what do you call them again? Uh, oh, those, it's from the Lion King. Hyenas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The babies come after Batman. They start tearing after him. Uh, but Harley Quinn comes out and gives him a bone. She's like, my babies, I missed you. Did you miss me? And the hyenas give her kisses. It's, yep, it's funny. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, and then... Um, Gosh, I can't remember after that. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, uh, Harley says, well, he's probably at the old Apex factory, which was another another hideout. Uh, they they go there and it turns out that an apparently unrelated criminal who goes by Boxy is running an underground casino there. And Harley. Uh, so first, Batman's getting ready to sneak in. He's getting out his bat grapple. He offers to grapple her up onto the roof with him. Harley pulls out this jester's head scepter that the head pops up, shoots out with a rope like a bat grapple, but it falls down and bonks, bonks her in the head instead. Yeah. It's it's a wacky... <laughs> so again, what, what we're seeing here is uh, a, a form of learned helplessness uh, by which she makes herself appear less threatening to an aggressive male authority figure. Uh, <laughs> but as you can see in the previous scene in which she picks the lock of the handcuffs and in a later scene uh, coming up right now where she bunks Batman on the back of the head, she is actually far more competent than she would otherwise appear. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, Sarah was doing that in, uh, so we have a voice for our dog. Mm -hmm. uh, my dog's name is Mulder. She was doing the, the video <laughs> as Mulder doing <laughs> an impersonation of what uh, us, uh, an you know, analysis of this cartoon. So, uh, this is coming from Sarah's mouth as she's channeling our dog as he's reviewing the episode. <laughs> and I'm sure our listening people right now are like, the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Hard to you know explain. What? Hard to explain. <laughs> if, if we haven't, people do voices for their pets. If we have anybody listening who has a pet and has never done a funny voice for their pet, get out. We don't need you here. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's Regardless. <right. laughs> so Harley sneaks up behind Batman and bonks him on the head after he bursts into this underground casino. Batman gets uh, gets taken captive and we're we're to think that oh oh no, Harley's turned on Batman. But not so because she spies Robin also casing the joint out outside the window and she after deflecting suspicion against her uh, from all of the assembled criminals, uh, they're, they are satisfied that, okay, she lured Batman here. She was never actually on his side. She was just waiting for the chance to turn. She does this whole, like, lounge singer song and dance number. I never knew that our romance had ended until you poisoned my food. Yeah, to distract like, the criminals. Yeah, well, Jessica Robin. Jessica Rabbit, who framed Roger Rabbit, uh, yeah. Cameron Diaz, the mask. 
kind of thing. Yep. Uh, it's one of those 1940s, uh, you know, you sway around and it's, but it's a funny song. Yep. It's all about an abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> the subtext has now become text. <laughs> but while the, uh, all the gangsters are watching her uh, swoon around and sing Robin un- uncuts Batman. And once the song is over, everyone applauds, and that's when Batman and Robin strike, which they sneak up behind the bad guys. And I was thinking of Arkham Asylum again. I, I said it out loud, I was like, triangle button, triangle button, circle R2. <laughs> uh, so, yes, they escape this situation, and, and Harley says, and I maybe I was just distracted by my notes. I didn't follow where this next revelation came from, but Harley says, you know where he probably is. He's probably taken Mayor Hill captive. Yeah, I didn't didn't catch that either. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that's just a a matter of her. I mean, the whole reason Batman recruited her is because she can think like the Joker. She knows him better than anybody, and turns out she's absolutely right. Uh, The Joker and two clown-faced goons are holding Hill hostage in the backyard of his palatial mayoral estate with the A-bomb right there. Batman and Batman, Robin and Harley uh, head there to, to take the Joker in. Batman once again, having learned nothing from his last adventure with Harley Quinn in handcuffs, says, well, can't take the chance that you'll flip on us to the Joker's side. Here's your handcuffs. We're out. And just like before... <laughs> Harley wastes no time slipping her cuffs. Do you mean to tell me that you could have taken your hand out of that cuff at any time? No, not at any time. Only when it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and, uh, Joker is swimming in Mm -hmm. Mayor Hill's pool. And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, where's Jordan? Where is he? (laughs) (laughs) He's across town with the replicant. Where's Jordan? We want to know. <laughs> if you are listening public, do you know where Jordan is? Is he with the bat tank? Where's Jordan? Him, the replicant, the clown tank, the uh, the sassy bat plane. They're off somewhere having a spinoff that never made it to air. <laughs> oh, Lord. So <laughs> at this point, we're pretty deep into a silly Batman third act. Uh Wonder of Wonders, Harley Quinn does in fact flip, and uh, she fires some some joke guns, a grappling hook gun, and this, like, giant staple gun-looking thing that staples Batman to a tree, like, cuffs him to a tree by the wrists. Yeah. Takes down Batman and Robin easily, once again, far more competent than she lets on, and (laughs) leaps into Mr. J's waiting arms, but it some some things are a little odd. Like, wait, you were going to blow up the city, Mr. J. You weren't going to blow up Harley along with it, were you? And he says, well, no, no, of course. I was going to come spring you from Arkham, but now you're here and I don't have to. Which is a perfectly good lie. Do you see, Terrible Trio? Yeah. You just, <laughs> a little simple lie and yeah. it would have been perfectly fine. It would have been resolved. It, the Joker can do it. Why can't you? Yep. But Joker's Joker's line, that one works, but Batman and Robin keep pressing the issue. Like, wait a minute, what about everybody else? What about Ivy and Two-Face and the hyenas? Was he going to kill the hyenas? And this is this gets 
gets Harley to flip sides back. Uh, yeah, so Joker, he takes off with his Stooges. Oh, we got to rank the henchmen. We do. They're not much of a presence here. And they do, you know, last last week with the terrible trio, I criticized those guys for not having much spine. Here, uh, Joker, at a certain point, there's a whole escape sequence with a biplane, and at Batman defuses the bomb, and Joker, being Joker, decides to turn the plane around and do a strafing run at the bomb, trying to detonate it prematurely. Does not give shit one that this will kill him and his henchmen too. And the henchmen object to this strenuously and it takes live gunfire to bring them back in line. So little more spine. I'm going to go with straight ahead 350 apiece for these boys. What do you think? Yeah, I'm okay with that. They kind of look like um, the Three Stooges. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. But uh, Harley is the one to finally, finally bring the Joker down. She takes out her Chekhov's Jester Scepter from before, aims it directly at Joker's head as he's flying the biplane, knocks him out. The plane comes crashing down. Big explosion. Take a shot. Yeah. And Quinn There's actually a pulls... few explosions because uh, the yeah. Joker airplane, he drops some bombs after Batman and Robin, too. So, yeah, you can have, have yourself a couple of shots. Yeah, Treat yourself. yourself. You've earned it. Yeah, you've been working you've, hard. You survived the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Quinn pulls, pulls a gun on Joker. She's pissed now. And Bats tries to call her off. She says, he's mine. And Joker gives her the big the villain monologue slash abuser speech. You wouldn't dare. You don't have the guts. Harley pulls the trigger, but it's a joke gun. And she, yep. Rat tat tat (laughs) flag. And she shrinks. She, she does the coquettish giggle. She's, she's now reverted to her submissive persona to try to deflect his anger. And this is their dynamic. It works. Joker just laughs it off, says, baby, you're the greatest. And there's a big hug, and thus ends Harlequinade. Yeah, with a heart. The, <laughs> yeah. It's like a, that's all, folks, but it's a heart that zooms yep. in on them as it fades to black. Yep. Yes, it does. <laughs> Kenny, does this episode hold up? It does. I agree. Yeah, I concur. It's uh, a fun, campy... This is just a fun episode. Yep. I think, uh, you know, last week with the Terrible Trio, I criticized it pretty hard for bringing up issues it didn't seem prepared to address. I think this episode, and frankly, most Harley Quinn episodes in general, I think they do it right, where this dynamic, this abusive dynamic between her and the Joker is played out in a truthful way while keeping it appropriate for kids. I think that's a real tight, that's that's a tough line to walk, and I think it walks it expertly. Yes, and it's fun to get a little bit more of Harley's, I wouldn't say backstory, but motivations. Yeah, absolutely. She was a criminal psychologist. She says, you know, why are you this way? Well, she had to listen to everyone else's problems, but it, the Joker listened to her. Um, it's it's diluted and it's 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 crazy but it's it gives a little bit of a backstory as to why harley is the way she is now absolutely well it's misguided but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah nobody's ever pointing this out as a uh (laughs) as a healthy relationship or a healthy mindset exactly so let's uh you know what is healthy 
is science. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with magic. That it is. Now, it's hot out there, so uh, go ahead and turn on your air conditioners, everybody. we gotta, we got to get the air flowing. We're in June, everybody, so and stay hydrated. Do you have your, your flask of water around? I do. Uh, you know what else I've got is, uh, now, you do want to stay safe. Put that lab coat on, but also stay comfortable. Take those pants off! Freeze! <laughs> All right. Let's see where this episode lands in our master list of count 'em 65 episodes. Yeah! Two-Face, Ceno Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, House and Garden Cat, and the Claw Boy, or the Great Ghost, the man who killed Batman, almost got him, perchance to dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, the Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, His Silicon Soul, Clock King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality, Avatar, Peace so Smart, Launch Your Rich, Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Medetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of First Mate, A Bullet for the Lickana. <laughs> Dreams and darkness, off balance, the mechanic, tiger, tiger, appointment in crime alley, on the wings, Christmas with the Joker, mad as a hatter, blind as a bat, mudslide, mood of the wolf, night of the ninja, trial, fear of victory, shadow of the bat, POV, prophecy of doom, birds on a feather, be a clown, the cape and cow, conspiracy, fire from Olympus, worry man, paging to crime doctor, it's never too late, the underdwellers, nobody's perfect, terrible trio, terror in the sky, that's right, we were not competent in my basement. Yeah! I did it! I did it! Oh my god! <laughs> Only one break! I did it! You did it! Uh, uh. <laughs> I never you got thought an inhaler over there. You might want to hit that up. God damn. <laughs> Moon and the Wolf. <laughs> Wolf. Folks, oh. take care of your cardiovascular health. Take you're, care of your uh, your you're breathing. You're doing it, man. It's, yeah. It's good exercise. Keep, <laughs> keep those lungs healthy. Yeah. Moon and the Wolf. <laughs> Moon and the Wolf indeed. Is this episode Harlequinade? Better or worse than number six, Cat and the Claw. Wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it the edge to Cat and the Claw. I'm, I'm, I'm torn, to be perfectly honest. Let's, uh, I mean, the Cat and the Claw has some fantastic set pieces, this episode had a a fun, like, good Batman third act with all the explosions and the biplanes and... But it it was still only the one, like, really good action set piece. Yeah. So that's... We're not that's saying that's a bad thing. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a pretty, pretty flawless episode. From start to finish, it's never boring. Yeah, I... Man, the fact that we're having to think this hard about about a number six ranking, who boy? Yeah, I I think I concur. I think I would still give the edge to Cat and the Claw. I mean, that's still the the best and arguably only good Catwoman episode. <laughs> and this is a very good Harley Quinn episode. Harley and Ivy is up there at number three, and I think that's still the still the gold standard for Harley episodes. So. Yeah, I think I'd give Cat in the Claw the edge just for just for the Bruce and Selina like fun secret identity stuff. Yeah, that you're not really getting anywhere else. No, and if you want your big explosions, you're gonna get it in Cat in the Claw. True. Although there's lots of explosions in this one too, but I, it's it's a narrow margin. I think Cat in the Claw is the way to go. 
Yeah. All right. I concur. In that case, is Harlequinade better or worse than number 13, Heart of Ice? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's better. I concur. Yeah. God damn it. I'm so sorry, Heart of Ice. (laughs) Every time I feel like such a dick. You know what? I'm. I'm I'm imagining Mr. Freeze sitting in his frozen cell in Arkham with the with his Emmy in his hand listening to this podcast <laughs> like I guess I'll just console myself with my fucking Emmy. <laughs> I can see him just looking down holding his Emmy and every time something bumps him further back like the the camera just kind of pushes back a little bit further and further and further. <laughs> you can still see him sitting there, but he's getting more and more distant. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> it's such a great episode, but I, I think this one's better. Yeah, I concur. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Is Harlequinade better or worse than number nine? Almost got him. I think I would give the edge to almost got him if only for that that poker scene at the beginning that was just so dense and so funny. It's a close thing. It is super close, but I, I love the fact that you get so many villains in one episode. Yeah, seeing them interact, the music, the music yeah. is so good. The realization that Croc is actually Batman. It's it's a well such a well constructed episode. Yeah, it's it's close. It's uh <laughs> but yeah, I will concur. Yeah. All right. In that case is Harlequinade better or worse than number 10 perchance to dream? Oh. I don't think it is. I think so too. Perchance to dream. I mean, it's up there. It's it's in the top 10 for a reason, but Boy, that second act drags, and this one never drags. It's a heavy hitter with emotional stakes, but this one never felt boring. It's unique in its own sense that you get a good cop, bad cop kind of team up. Yep. And uh, it felt fresh. They kind of revisit this in that animated movie, Batman and Harley, but at the time, this was new and unique. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got uh, got Harley Quinn giving a, a Jessica Rabbit-esque lounge number. Right. <laughs> that apparently the creators liked so much they had to put, like, three in a row in Batman and Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give it to Harley Quinn-Aid. Yeah, I concur. So congratulations, Harley Quinn-Aid, which is now in the new number 10 spot, just below Whoa. Almost Got Him, and just above Perchance to Dream. This is weird. Our later episodes are starting to crack up higher and higher than they have ever before. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There have been lots of lots of standouts in, in the last dozen or so episodes. I mean, I'm looking, I'm seeing Harley and Ivy, House and Garden, uh, this one... Yeah, Demon's Quest. A few that aren't, you know, like Worrymen and uh, Terrible Trio, but dude, House yeah. and Garden cracked what number four? Uh, five. Or five. Yeah. Yeah. Just just after Demon's Quest, which was not too far, not too far before it in our and, watch and order. Harley and, and Ivy. That's another big one up there too. It's... Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what will what might be cracking the top ten next time. I accidentally it... saw what it was. 
<laughs> I predict that it won't, but that's just a <laughs> hypothesis. We're going to have to test it. It is the second and I believe final Clock King episode, Time Out of Joint. You are correct, sir. I remember there's some kind of super science and he can pause time or something. And that's I, like it. <laughs> there's a scientist who has this contraption where you can freeze things in time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a scene where they trap the Batmobile in some kind of time loop thing. As I recall, as a kid, I thought it was cool. But this is, as this an is adult, one of those, I don't know. Yeah, this is one of those few that I never watched until I was an adult. And I'm pretty sure I've still only seen it the once, uh, which was after buying the DVDs when, when the box sets started coming out. So I will be curious to revisit it. There's a lot of fun with animation, kind of like in the um, Vertigo episode. What was that mm-hmm. called? Off Balance? There's a lot of fun, trippy animation stuff in this episode. All right. Well, I do like fun, trippy animation stuff, so that'll yeah. be next time. <laughs> in the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Weiski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton, or youtube.com slash HBI2K. And you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings. You can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month. You can give us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice. You can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash bat rankings slash messages. There are all kinds of ways to give us some feedback, all kinds of ways to spread the word about the show, and we appreciate any way that you decide to do so. Yeah. Yeah. And we will see you next week for Time Out of Joint. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.